Hi there. Welcome to Travelog, the podcast of Condé Nast Traveler. I'm Laura Redman, the Deputy Digital Director, and I have a really, really great cast here today. Cast. We're all so professional. <laughs> <laughs> to my left, we have Samantha Brown. A lot of you, I'm sure, if you're travelers and travel fiends know her. She's a travel expert and host of PBS's Places to Love, entering its second season right now. She's also a mom to five-year-old twins, which is amazing. How did you do that? <laughs> I wanted to figure out the twin trick. Ellis and Elizabeth. And we have Gina Lee from Priceline. She was also used to be the product director for Condé Nast Traveler. I miss you, Gina. I miss you too. <laughs> uh, Gina is now senior director of product at Priceline and mom to Sebastian, who's four, and little Colette, who is five, five months, months old. Yeah. Oh my God. You just went back to work, right? Yep. A couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. How are you feeling? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's not bad. People are very nice your first few weeks back, which is, you know, I'm grateful you, like, for that. Ease in. Yeah. 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 Good. And then on the phone in L.A., we have Brian Summers, who is the senior aviation business editor for Skift and another former traveler writer. Sorry, we miss you too, Brian. And he is dad to Taylor, who's 19 months old. Hi. Keith. Well, thanks for having me on. Oh, we're pumped to have you. We needed a dad voice. There's a lot of ladies mm -hmm. in this mm -hmm. studio right now. And then joining us from Traveler Offices, Alex Postman. You hear her, I'm sure, many times on our podcast. She's our features director for the magazine. So thank you for coming, Alex. And you have the, we call them the teen trio. How yeah. old are your Nella's, kids? <laughs> I mean, Nella's 12 going on 20. But So I have three <laughs> kids. My oldest is uh, Sam, who's 19. And I have another son, Charlie, who's 17. And then my daughter's 12. So, um, yes, I have been there, you know, breastfeeding on planes, and now I have kids who are just too surly to travel with me. <laughs> I can speak to all of it. <laughs> I really hope my daughter isn't, Does I feel like she'll hit that at two. She's at 18 months, and she already has opinions on everything. <laughs> so, I don't know, does Sebastian act that way when he was... 18 months too? Is that a he, he loves traveling actually. He, he thinks it's like he's riding a giant toy every time we go on a train or a plane or a car ride. I mean, he's a city kid, so mm -hmm. he's like just excited to, to get out. Transportation right. yeah. is yes. cool. Right. <laughs> well, airports are cool too. Mm -hmm. I yes. remember um, we took Haley through her first airport at seven months and all the screens, which she's normally not allowed to sit in front of at seven months, she was just like, oh my God, and the big, big eyes just <laughs> looking everywhere and all the people, you know, it's a stampede yeah. of people. So it's lots of good stimuli, good stimuli, mm -hmm. right? Right. So uh, we are here today, as you can tell, we all have kids and we're here to talk about surviving family travel during the holidays. They are coming up. Don't forget, Thanksgiving is next week. Uh, we have... Christmas, Hanukkah, and such coming up soon, too. And there, a lot of people, a lot of people are going to be on the roads and in the air and on trains in the coming months. Traveler just published a story in the last week saying that basically holiday traffic will be up. It'll be its worst since 2005. Mm -hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be 50.9 million Americans on the road in the coming months, according to AAA. And... That sounds intimidating, right? Like, yeah. who wants to go out in the yeah. fray? Like, why do mm -hmm. we? Why do we do it? Why do we do it? Why do we do? It? Why don't we just order Chinese in? <laughs> right. No, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> See, she has teenagers. She knows we go through the whole thing, and all of the people with children seem to be the ones traveling to the people without children. And I don't know how that happened. No, that's so true. But, uh, you know, we go to our parents, and then um, we regress back to our childhood days while we have children. And there's just so many emotions flying around. That's it's so, so much fun. I, I can't wait. <laughs> so 
Sam, where are you headed this um, holiday? Every year we go back to uh, where I grew up, which is in New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, New Hampshire seacoast, gorgeous place right on the main border as well. So I love it. I love going home. I love sleeping in twin beds. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, and having, you know, uh, the bureaus are still filled with everyone else's stuff. No empty bureaus. I always tell people when you're hosting people, clean out one of the drawers, or at least two of the drawers for the guests coming. Take right. out your kids' college stuff. <laughs> They're not coming back. Just remove it. So we always stay. So what's nice is we drive. Okay. Um, I will never get on a plane during the holidays. No? I How come? Absolutely avoid it. It just, it's it's amateur day. Yeah. And I, I don't mean to say that in a condescending way, but it's hard. And you have people who literally travel once. It's the same people that only go out to um, uh, restaurants on Mother's Day. That's the only time they oh, get a Oh, that's meal a good out. comparison. And so it's just like, uh, no one knows how to go through security. No one, you know, we've all been there. And um, so I just avoid that at all costs. I will never get on a plane on Thanksgiving. Any tips on when to depart if you're yeah. driving? I wake up at 4 a.m. I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. Okay. on Wednesday, get the kids in the car by 5 a.m., and on then no traffic. And I look forward to that. It's mm-hmm. like you get a cup of coffee, and then it's just it's easy breezy. So or I do whatever The day of is also a good day to travel. So we do two Thanksgivings in one day. For my <laughs> <family>. yeah. <laughs> so North, all the way to North Jersey and then Central Jersey, where we're, we're both from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can't you just alternate years? <laughs> we've, we've talked about that, but it just ends up in like conflict. So we yep. just, we're like, okay, we're just going to do both. And it's, it's, it's actually kind of peaceful going on the road, middle of the day on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and they always say that flying that day mm-hmm. right. is really, That's you know, if you are going to fly for the holidays, you fly on Thanksgiving yeah. or, or you Christmas fly day. on Christmas, Christmas day. day too. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. We have a colleague of ours who, uh, Lilith Marcus, who was here a couple years ago, who always, always flew on the holidays because mm-hmm. she felt, A, airports are empty, mm-hmm. and there was a certain camaraderie of traveling mm-hmm. with people who were there kind of at the last minute, mm-hmm. whether they're a little desperate to get home or they just have certain circumstances, like they couldn't get out of work, whatever, so you're mm-hmm. all kind of in it together. Mm-hmm. And she really loved that. And mm-hmm. she said everyone treated each other a little bit better mm-hmm. on that day. Yeah. You know, the flight attendants were lovely. All, well, they're always lovely, but, mm-hmm. you know, you almost you're going to give a, a gift to a stranger yeah. that day, right? Yeah. I have heard that Thanksgiving morning is much worse than it used to be, right? This used Mm -hmm. to be this great idea people had. There weren't that many folks traveling. And then uh, lots of folks, maybe they wanted to chase the good deals. And so Thanksgiving morning, probably better than Wednesday, definitely better than Wednesday, but like not perfect anymore. Oh, too bad. It's our fault in the travel industry. We started perpetuating (laughs) that and then everyone, you know, took our advice and now we're the problem. So we have to start giving good advice like that. And and then Friday is a terrible travel day there really are <laughs> there's, there's no good, no good day <laughs> Brian do you fly for the holidays well uh, so it's about a week from Thanksgiving right now I know that we're going somewhere next week I just don't know exactly where I know that the three of us we're going to go on vacation I'm not really a holiday guy Ooh. probably gonna go to Hawaii we might wow. go to Mexico I love the thrill of the last minute deal. Um, oh, wow. So it's it's just very exciting for me. The problem is now that I've become a parent, right? Back in the day, my wife and I could go and we could sit separately on the airplane and it was no big deal. The hardest part now is not the fares or the hotels. Those are pretty easy to get for Thanksgiving. It's finding these three seats together, mm-hmm. something that I never realized that I had to worry about before. So that's a little bit scary, but I am going to figure it out some way, somehow. <laughs> Do you have any tips on that? Would you start with Seat Guru or something like that? 
Um, you know, I'll use uh, Travelocity or Orbitz. I tend to buy uh, vacation packages because those are actually a pretty good deal. You wouldn't think it, but they are. And usually they'll give you a preview of the seat map um, so you can see it. Also, my life gets a little bit more complicated because we have a kid who's under two and we always, uh, at least for now, we use a car seat. Mm -hmm. And people probably don't think about this, but the car seats have to go in the window seat. That's what airlines require for safety reasons, for emergency evacuation reasons. So maybe I could live with two seats together, but one of them must be the window and then one of them must be the uh, middle next to it. So there's all these different permutations. The good news is I, I live and breathe and sleep airplanes, so I'm constantly thinking about it. It's kind of an obsession. It's probably not healthy, but it's what I do. <laughs> Does your daughter like to fly? She loves to fly. You know, uh, not to be biased here, um, but I think that she loves me. She knows that this is my business. I have all these airplane models at home. We have all these airplane books. So she'll come up to me and she'll be like, Daddy, pictures, airplanes? And it's what <laughs> she talks about. And we go to the airport early and, and we look at the airplanes and yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun to share that with her. I don't know if she'll grow out of it, but right now it's really cool. Oh, that's lovely. And that's kind of a nice point, too, right? If mm -hmm. you show that you're excited about something, mm -hmm. your kids hopefully will cotton on to that. Mm -hmm. Okay, how early for you guys is early to the airport with kids? Hmm. I think these days you, you want to give yourself enough time. And, and I, what I've seen lately is a lot of airports now have a little playgrounds. I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. have seen that. No Last weekend, The better um, airports. <laughs> yeah, the nicer airports. Not in the New York area. No. Well, the, I, I've seen them in Korea, but I've also seen them um, in California. So I, I was just in Palm Springs. I saw a really pretty little playground outside the, the gates. So I feel like it's good to get there a little early, let them burn off some energy before, before you get on. And let yeah. them go to the airport in their pajamas. Mm -hmm. I used to <laughs> That's do a that, good idea. You know, mm -hmm. just That's like can just like, grab them and put them in the car or the car service or whatever and don't have to worry about changing and get off quickly. Do you pack, like, um, we have another colleague who says she always packs an emergency outfit for herself and yeah. her kid yeah. on a plane. Mm -hmm. Very smart. Yeah, multiple. probably more than one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Very smart. I think, you know, all the advice about traveling with children are geared towards make sure they have enough to eat, make sure that they're entertained, make sure that they have a change of clothes. And what we forget mm -hmm. is that we need to eat. Right. We, we need, need to have change. a change of clothes. <laughs> and, and and so moms and dads often always forget about themselves. And then you're covered in something. You're <laughs> starving. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to eat Cheerios, dry Cheerios <laughs> out of a, a Ziploc bag. So that's something that I think parents should know going forward is make sure that you're, you're fed and that you're really taken care of. And if you have younger children, as you know, when you're potty training and you're putting them on that toilet, you are on the floor of whatever public restroom <laughs> yeah, there right. is. And so your jeans get disgusting. Mm -hmm. And where when I was, you know, without children, I used to be able to wear the same pair of jeans three times before I had it. Now, I, you know, I go through clothes really fast. Or so. changing a diaper in a basically a broom closet. You don't know what's going to happen in there. So. They basically just need disposable clothes. Yeah. Disposable yeah. clothes. I love it. We do have those. We have like the, I forget what it's called and I wish I could give the company a shout out, but it's in a little emergency onesie in a like sealed up pouch oh, yeah. and you break it out literally if you have, <laughs> if you have like a poop explosion or something, on the plane, which we've had to do. Yeah, um, of course. Okay. So other tips too, um, if you could get three seats together or you know, a whole aisle mm -hmm. or row, where do you try to sit? I mean, the bulkhead, of course. I mean, with kids, when they're little and you're in the air, then they can sort of get down and use it as like a little playpen. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, 
that's pretty tough to prime get real to, estate. Yeah. yeah. The thing with the bulkhead that we found, and I'm kind of anti bulkhead now, is that you can't put bags under the seat. So oh, you, right. say you have a diaper mm-hmm. bag, right, mm-hmm. with the Cheerios, etc. Mm-hmm. With everything, we end up pulling 18 things out of the bag yeah. and sticking it in our pockets and yep. like on the side of the chair because. If you can't have it there for takeoff landing, which is exactly when you need it, when mm-hmm. you need to give the, the baby a bottle or something, you're you're just mad, you know. But yep. you're right. That's the only row with good room. It also avoids the dreaded seat kicking, which is yeah. almost as bad for the parent yeah. of the child as it is for the person who's being kicked. Yeah. Where you're just mortified and you can't mm-hmm. make it stop. Yeah. <laughs> Do any of you have seat kickers? We did. And, and with twins, it was easy because we would put the seat kicker, we would get two rows back to back. Okay. So we would put the girl who didn't kick in the <laughs> oh, front and smart. the boy oh, who did kick in the back and he yeah. could kick away. And she didn't <laughs> care because she just, she was on, she was watching TV for the first time. So she right. was fine. So we had our, we had our technique there. <laughs> did you ever bring, um, I know some people bring gifts for those seatmates around them, little like booze bottles or bags of candy or earplugs. Have you ever done that? You've done it. I brought like a Starbucks, you know, uh, yeah, so they could get a nice cup of coffee because it was a red eye. We were traveling at a red eye with twins back home and I just thought this is going to be terrible. And and, uh, we had, I had four of them and I put them all around and just gave them out just so, you know, this is, you're probably not going to get any sleep. Here's a nice cup of coffee at the end of your road. I wish I had traveled next to you. (laughs) And And they were wonderful people and they loved it and they really appreciated it and my kids were darlings, so it was fine so um but uh, yeah so i've had that have you done that <laughs> i haven't done that but i i really commend you for i was scared about the red eye what are some of the unique challenges of traveling with twins like do you travel solo with twins that often no no okay. uh not yet okay not not at all um so yeah this, it's just there's two and uh, just like brian was saying there's car seats and there were two mm-hmm. car seats and one thing that my husband and i did was uh we broke up the pre-board so he would use the pre-board to load in the car seats secure mm-hmm. the overhead bin space and i would wait until the very last zone mm-hmm. was called the very last person went on to that jetway meanwhile i'm blowing bubbles we're hitting a balloon i'm wearing them out so that we walk on the plane get them in their car seats and now the plane takes off and I always tell people you know with the pre-board especially with younger children you are walking onto the plane on that pre-board at the most stressful part of the Mm -hmm. entire trip everyone's stressed out Mm -hmm. and little children can feel that stress they take it in and then they let it out Mm -hmm. so if you can remove a young child from that whole situation and just let them play Mm -hmm. you know and also you don't you're you're gonna sit down now for 45 minutes more than the plane the, the flight and then if you're delayed it's even more. So it's just how we divided and conquered mm-hmm. the, the, the pre-board, which everyone loves because you can get on the flight, but it really has some negatives to it that, that I think with young children, now, now with my children, I'm like, pre-board, you know, <laughs> we, we don't get it anymore. But we're like, if we can get on the first the plane, we do, you know, the first time. But No, that's a good point. With toddlers, right? You, toddlers, you, you don't yeah. want a toddler... They can't run up and down the aisles when people are boarding. No, they're no. stuck and they're going to yeah. be cranky the, yeah. you know, 10 minutes in. So yeah. I like that idea. Now, um, we talk about car seats a little bit. I just did an interview with a company uh, called Wayby that stands for Way Better and Way Beyond. And they are touting a um, car seat that is seven pounds, seven to eight pounds, made of mesh and aluminum. Mm. It's forward facing and you're meant to be using it on planes, on trains, in an Uber. Mm. Um, It's super light and it comes in a little carry-on sack. Love it. I say it can't come fast enough. Yeah, love it. Love it. I love it. That's a great idea. It's clever. It's super clever. And they were saying that the technology for car seats hasn't changed in 30 years, right? Mm -hmm. We're still using the same kind of like bulky. I don't know. 
can I carry two car seats at once? I can't. Plus it's like a 60 suitcase. pounds, 70 yeah. especially pounds. down an aisle of a plane. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's not, not, not fun at all. Of course, let's remember that we're pretty much the only people in the world that are actually using car seats on planes, totally right? Most agree. people think, oh, why would I need that? Who cares about safety? Yeah. I can save $200. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, Brian, you're, you're an advocate for this. Can you make the case for why you should always use a car seat on an airplane? Well, there's lots of reasons, but I think the the most important one is pretty simple. Uh, You know, you're going at 500 miles an hour in the sky, a couple hundred miles an hour on the ground. You know, you go to the corner store, you drive uh, two minutes at seven miles an hour in your car, you would never not use a car seat. So this idea that we're on these planes and we're not using the car seat, we could hit turbulence and we're we're, we're just not strapping our kids in, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to anyone. I agree. I agree. And then what's the gear? You just bought some cool new gear for the plane. Yes. uh, We haven't used it yet. It's called the CARES harness because as much as I talk about uh, how great the car seat is, the problem is, you know, the kids don't like being in the car seat. So we have this idea uh, that there's something called the CARES harness and it's approved by the FAA. And it's like a five-point seat belt for little kids. So cost us about 75 bucks. We bought it on Amazon. It's apparently for kids between 22 and 44 pounds. It's supposed to be just as safe as a car seat. And it should give our daughter a little bit more room to roam on the airplane, right? Because if once you have the car seat, she can't really move around. She's in the car seat the whole flight. She hates it. I don't know how the CARES harness will work, but I think it's going to be interesting uh, to find out. I have two of them. You do. And okay. use them a lot. I like the product a lot. It makes things very easy. I will say, Brian, that um, when our children were two and three, the car seats for them, it was something more secure. And so when they were strapped in, it's kind of like putting puppies in cages. It, it, it becomes their world. And they slept. When we used the CARES harness, when they were three, they squirmed. They had too much room. Now they have too much freedom. Now they think they can get down. Now they think they... But for some reason, the car seat gave them more security. And I'm not going to lie, I could lean on it and fall asleep. <laughs> so, But all children are different. And and our son was much better in the car seat. And our, our daughter can do anything. She was fine with the CARES harness. So it's definitely a child thing. But for the... And, and, and listen, they're, they're such a pain to haul through the airport mm-hmm. and stuff but then when you get to the other side of where you're traveling to you've got a car seat that you trust right. you know uh, into the vehicle that you're renting but so that was just the the issue that we had with the cares harness but we absolutely use them now and we love them it's a great great idea no i do good i, I call my um my daughter's stroller the duna it's her happy place mm-hmm. she actually will try to climb into it in our apartment oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just she spends a lot of time in it it's um it's our travel stroller that was actually a gift from the office for my uh, baby shower but it's fantastic. It's this infant car seat slash stroller. It just collapses into itself. Oh. So you can bring it on planes. I can just wheel it outside, collapse it, and put it into an Uber myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm small. I mean, if you've seen me out there, I'm like the size of a point guard on a high school <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> so I, I can't do a lot of this myself. Um, and she's about to outgrow it. She's like just shot. Her feet are dangling. Her head isn't <laughs> over it yet. But I'm just dreading that day because then... We're lugging strollers and car seats and, mm-hmm. well, but it sounds like you guys have found the gear solution, though. Yeah, yeah. No, so that not exactly. <laughs> okay, what's the gear you always, always pack when you're flying, kind of no matter what, in all ages, too, if whether it's games or strollers or whatever? Um, we have the fly tot. I think we've talked about this yes. before, but it's um, this 
like inflatable ottoman that you can fit between your seat and the seat in front of you. And then it becomes, I mean, it's it's not for people that are putting their kids in car seats, but if you're letting them be a little bit more free. So then it creates this kind of level, like a bed almost with, with the seat. So it's it's nice for long, long flights, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How small does that pack up? It's inflatable, so it's pretty small. And then, you, but the one thing you have to remember to bring the the foot pump for it. Oh, okay. So I did. We did go to Hawaii, and I forgot the like one part of the foot pump, and I was like, oh man. And I called them, and they're like, you can try to blow it up yourself. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> An hour and a half yeah. later. <laughs> okay, Alex, what do you? I don't know. Over the well, years. I mean, my strategy with older kids is to not have to be responsible for bringing stuff for them. Mm. I guess you sort of add on training wheels as they as they get older and I used to make a list for them let's say you know end of elementary school age to middle school age where so it would be a packing list of you know two pants four shirts mm-hmm. two button-down shirts boys you know what that means it means we're going to a nice restaurant and I mean a button-down <laughs> shirt you know shoes and and sometimes I felt like well let them just figure it out themselves but when I did try that, like two of them showed up with no bathing suit. And so I felt like the more I could give them a template for what they should pack, the quicker that they, they learned it as they got older. When they were little, I would sometimes combine our stuff into like two bags. But once they're able to carry their own suitcase or roll their own suitcase, like you want them to do that. You want to lighten your own load and you want them each responsible for their own stuff. And especially when you're going to stay in more than one place and you're switching rooms, like we sometimes need two rooms as five people. So it just makes it a lot easier to not have your stuff all sort of mixed together as a salad. So (laughs) I just, I feel like as early as they're able to sort of pack for themselves, you should encourage them to do it and, and create some independence that way. I think, I I think I'm going to try that. Sebastian. Yeah, for sure. He's ready. He's ready. He's totally ready. ready. Yeah, pack yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And as for on the plane, you know, I just make sure, you know, everyone's got a book, everyone's got your phone and your charger because when a teenager forgets their phone charger it's like the end of the world (laughs) but same strategy you just want them to remember themselves that's good and then I don't know my kid's 18 months can I put her in front of a phone or an iPad and Daniel Tiger yet yes of course on a plane absolutely there are no rules absolutely And after Netflix uh, let you start downloading stuff to your devices, oh, that's like right. a game yeah. changer, such oh, a that's game true. changer. Yeah. Amazon Prime does too, I think, right? Yep. Yes, yep. they do. Good. Yeah. Yeah, remind- so we are major rule followers in our household uh, for everything that we do, right? You saw it from the car seats. And, uh, you know, one of the recommendations right now is no screens under two. Um, and our pediatrician gave a special dispensation of the, the airplane, the rules do not count, and he, he wrote it down. Good. So, <laughs> Doctor approved. Right. What's the weapon of choice exactly. then? Yeah. Well, so we, we haven't tried the screens yet. Uh, we probably will on our next trip. So Taylor is obsessed with this uh, Los Angeles band called the Beat Buds. They're kind of a big deal. They just got signed uh, by an agent, so you might see them in New York at some point. Um, (laughs) They have like 25 songs, and Taylor can listen to them nonstop over and over again. Of course, it's really annoying in the car, uh, (laughs) but my wife got her these really like snazzy adult-style headphones. And so when she gets on the airplane, she can just listen to all these songs on repeat and repeat and repeat. She kind of dances in her seat and bobs her head. That's great. And uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no screen time, but she's still totally engaged. That's right. great. 
you know, I think that there's this idea that some things on the airplane should be a special occasion, right? So some kids, they don't get the iPad at home, but they get it on the airplane. Mm -hmm. In this case, she can't have the headphones at home. The headphones only come out on the airplane. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. You bring out like a little treat, whether it's a toy they haven't seen in a long time or a new book, uh, a coloring book or crayons or something like that. Oh, speaking of, do you not bring crayons? Are there things you don't bring mm. because don't they're going to oh. go everywhere? Play-Doh. Don't bring Play-Doh. Okay. Well... It's gross. It gets gross mm -hmm. when it when it falls on the ground. Um, I recommend. Have you heard of Water Wow? Mm -mm. So Water Wow, they're these uh, little coloring books, and and um, mm. it comes with a little water filled mm -hmm. pen, and you just they just color with water, and it, it's it's so much cleaner. You don't have to worry about paint or crayons or you know making any messes. Mm -hmm. Where do you find them? We've got them? those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the bookstore, Amazon, mm -hmm. usual pretty, spots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, how much of this translates to car trips? Same rules, same gear, or is it a whole new game that we're playing? Because you were, Sam, you were saying you refuse to fly over the holidays, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not doing it. Yeah. So how do we get the kids in the car at the right time and get them out the door? They get excited. I mean, I think all of our kids are the same in that they love travel. That's what mm -hmm. their parents do, and they, they're, they're usually going somewhere great. So they love it. They're, mm -hmm. they're excited. They can't sleep the night before. So, so far, so good in terms of just, hey, I want to be in this car. Um, yeah, we have the minivan with the TV, so we, we definitely limit that because it'll be like six hours of, of I'm not sure, what, Cat in the Hat or whatever. And uh, <laughs> we try to keep it to PBS because that's a you know, very good mission behind their children's programming. But yeah, uh, with, the, with the road trips, uh, one thing we did for um, potty breaks is in the back I have, and, and now they're potty trained, obviously, hopefully they're five years old, <laughs> <laughs> dare we dream. Um, but I would put one of those porta potties in the back of the minivan mm -hmm. with all the wipes, reading material, and then someone else. Oh, luxurious. Was, yeah, exactly. It was like, they're all thing because, I mean, public restrooms and those roadside are just awful. There's a line. So even if you're like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, we have to hit, you know, we have to go to the bathroom, there's still a line to get in them. The flushing, mm -hmm. the, the hand dryers are loud. And for young children, it's just overwhelming. So right. we would put, and then someone told me a tip and it was brilliant is put a disposable diaper in the toilet. So oh. when they sit down, it absorbs all the pee, and then you just roll up the genius. disposable diaper, and so you're not like not cleaning, cleaning out urine yeah. and stuff. I'm like, well, that's brilliant. That is so, brilliant. Um, so, I've also been pretty um, tempted to use it myself, <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't. I didn't like the Curious George reading material, so <laughs> I went in. I went in to use the the public restroom. So there's there's all those kinds of tactics, but mm -hmm. the road trip's fun and it's exciting and and uh, so it's it's a little more uh, certainly more relaxing than getting on a plane because mm -hmm. you're not in that capsule. We can yeah. always get up and stretch our legs. Not going through security. Not going through Again, security. Minivan. No, no. You don't have, you know, the disapproving eyes of, oh, there are young children. They're going to be, you know, disrupt my flight type of uh, glares. Right. You don't get any shade <laughs> thrown. So not to belabor the potty point, but we're going to start potty training in the mm -hmm. next six months or so. Um, what do you do when you are on the road and you're at those kind of dirty rest stops? Mm -hmm. Like, what mm -hmm. do you bring? Is there gear for that? There's port like little portable potties you can bring with that you, you just put on top. Um, I mean, you could just it's it's like a little toilet seat with a little bag, and you can just let them go into that. Okay. Yeah. My son never Sebastian never like took to it. He never wanted to go into those. But into he's a boy, so it's easier to have him stand. I, I'm like now that I have a girl, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. yeah. I have held my daughter <laughs> over <laughs> filthy park toilets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ideal. So yeah, I think there are. Like little seats that you can unfold and put on top of a 
yucky seat. Okay. I think I've actually seen like um, paper, like a full toilet-shaped paper thing that you can place on mm-hmm. top of mm-hmm. toilets, like the kind that you get like at the airport, like the wax ones that I you think can put like on even yourself, bigger. Or? Yeah, oh. I think they're like full, like full seat size. Nice. Like, yeah, with like a back and everything. Just buy a pack yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> I love all the things they have for kids when you travel. Like now you have those placemats that you can take off all the stickers and put them down so when you're eating at McDonald's, you know, you're not, you're, you're a precious child isn't touching old French fries from the prior <laughs> prior person who sat down because they're dirty. Like we're just like, it's okay. They're going to be fine. I'm just like, we have an immune system. We got to start building it now. Agreed. Yeah, eat that French fry. It's fine. <laughs> Did any of you have any particularly uh, disastrous road trips where you you know you're like I'm never gonna do that again. Oh God, every single one of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've done ten day road trips to through California, uh, twice. Um, I've done road trips with them alone. That was always a challenge, and um, yeah, and it usually involves just. The dirty bathrooms and the waiting for bad food, and you're mm-hmm. like, what are, what are we doing? Or what, not being why? able to find food where you're on the highway, mm-hmm. and you you know, there's got to be a place around here. And then mm-hmm. 20 miles later, there's still no sign. Yeah. Then you live on a goldfish diet for hours and hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You check into a hotel, mm-hmm. it's late. They won't go to bed. You're tired. You're beat. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, this is why? Why did we think this was a good idea? And then the next day's great. And you're, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they forget everything. Yeah. Exactly. I forget everything. And it's, it's, <laughs> If they get sick, it's challenging. We had one uh, one trip where our flight got canceled because there was snow in New York. So we had to drive up from Florida. Um, and then my my son got strep throat on the way back. Oh. And then we had to find an urgent care center in the middle of... In the middle of oh, South Florida, it was like it was it was not easy, yeah. and then he got sick on the way up a couple times. So, um, but, but now you're just, done. I was yeah, considered yeah. like that's jury duty. Yeah. Like once you've done it, once you've gone through <laughs> that, like you're safe for like, like at least four years. Yeah, nothing bad's <laughs> gonna happen to you as a mom now. I would say always keep um, Ziploc bags in the car. Yes. <laughs> um, keep a good supply of Kleenex or extra mm-hmm. napkins. Paper towels or yeah. something. Yeah, um, a little garbage uh, container mm-hmm. in the back of a car because there's always trash. Um, that it's better to contain in one place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of wipes. Yeah. Lots of wipes. Right. Yeah. Millions of wipes, yeah. <laughs> and then do you, we're at the point still where one of us will sit in the back with our daughter and the other one will drive. Wow. At what point do you just let them be? You move I, up. I never did that. Yeah, no? I never did that. <laughs> Am I no. I do that. I do that. You do that. <laughs> I feel like she'll... Yeah. I don't know. We're she'll helicopter lose it. parents. I, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. We're of the generation. <laughs> so she she will she'll lose it though if you're up at the front. Recently, mm-hmm. um, she's just very active. She mm-hmm. wants to be on the move constantly. Mm-hmm. So we did a um, a road trip up to Maine last month. Seven hours up on a Friday. Seven hours back on a Sunday. It felt like twenty four each way. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she maybe slept for two of those hours, but that's it. Mm-hmm. And. She'll watch a little bit of Daniel Tiger, but then we need to read books. We need to, like, I have to make her little toy dance for an hour. Yeah, she just, she'll be talking. She wants to be engaged, and it's exhausting. And it it makes me not want to drive for a while. Like, I'd rather fly with her because at least with flying, Brian, I'm sorry, but I let her wander the aisles. We go up and down the aisles, like, Mm -hmm. constantly. I would love to do that. Okay, good. I wasn't sure (laughs) if, She's accompanied. (laughs) Sometimes. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Just come back. Right. She's very social. She makes many friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, it's so fun for them, right? I mean, they can go in mm-hmm. the back. They can play with plastic cups. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we have toddlers. I don't think your 17-year-old is playing with plastic cups unless he's asking for a whiskey already or something. <laughs> uh, I think you guys realize right now or by now that I'm a little bit obsessive with all this stuff and I'm, I'm proud of it. 
we actually go out of our way to fly on wide body airplanes, mm. which you can do a lot of in LA to most of the major cities and to Hawaii. So Taylor and I will always take laps around the airplane and you, you know, you're never, there's never a cart in the aisle. So you can't go to the bathroom. You can always go all That's the way true. around. It's kind of cool. That's a great suggestion. Mm-hmm. So the wide body. Plus the bathrooms are bigger and the oh. changing tables are bigger. Yeah. Oh my God. The changing tables. That's like a circus act when you're trying oh, to yeah. change a diaper on a plane. Okay, so we talked a little bit earlier, Brian, you mentioned you're going far away and you don't know where for Thanksgiving. Um, do you do that every year? That sounds brilliant, and I don't know why we haven't thought of that. Yes, we did it um, before we had kids, although we went to, I would say, more exciting places. We went to uh, Shanghai uh, one year at the last minute. Obviously, we're not going to do that right now, although I kind of I keep telling my wife, can we do Tokyo? And she's like, no, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm not a big Thanksgiving guy. Uh, maybe someday <laughs> I'll get there. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know it's a it's it's a good time to go on vacation. You get a few days off work. They're kind of like free days, and uh, it's better than turkey. <laughs> better than turkey. <laughs> Gina, you and I were talking before this. Um, Priceline has some stats on kind of where people are thinking about going if they're getting away over the holidays. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, people typically go to the same you know major cities, but we've been seeing some fast risers or trending destinations, which typically means just like year over year, we're seeing a a rise in bookings. Um, So this year, Greenville, South Carolina is one of our top risers, as well as Minneapolis, and then Sedona, Sarasota, Aspen, Green Bay. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I guess, probably like new hotels, new restaurants, breweries. Those are the types of things that attract internationally. uh, Frankfurt, Amsterdam, Milan, Bogota, uh, Copenhagen, they're they're all fast risers this year. They all the seem to season. have an yeah. affordability factor to them. Yeah. Frankfurt, that's a that's a pretty affordable airport to fly into. Milan, mm-hmm. you know, these are not the big airports there. As, yeah. And it seems like the United States destinations as well. Is, yeah. Are the trends because people are trying to find, they want to travel, but they just want to make it more affordable? And well, I think it's they, they read about you know, new things happening and like they're yeah. reading Connie Nash Traveler. They're, they're <laughs> checking out yeah. your show probably. Mm-hmm. You know, they're... they're um, they're educating themselves and, and getting out there. And yeah, yeah definitely, uh, I mean, the Priceline customer is, is a more sure. mass market price conscious. We're, you know, very deal oriented. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we attract a certain type of type of traveler. That is interesting, yeah. though. They're convenient, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they each have a scene right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Greenville's food scene is getting really big. And it's, you know, it's complementary to Asheville, North mm-hmm. Carolina, right? So mm-hmm. I think people are doing road trips down to the Carolinas, and then Minneapolis has an incredible art scene, mm-hmm. right? The theaters, the museums, the Prince Museum right mm-hmm. outside. Yeah, true. Yeah. So say your family, everyone gave everyone else dispensation for the year, mm-hmm. and they said, okay, oh. we'll see you over Christmas and Hanukkah. Wow. Imagine going. I know. I'm trying to think. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely would go to places that um, aren't busy. So, like, I would avoid London, mm-hmm. like the plague. No pun intended. <laughs> um, but um, just because it's just, I think, like in New York City. I mean, we're all we're we're all New Yorkers. I don't go into. Times Square or anywhere near Rockefeller Center during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
and so I wouldn't want to go to another city just to experience what I've tried to avoid in my own. But I, I understand why people want that excitement, why they go to these places. Um, and so I'm not, you know, kind of poo-pooing that idea. But I would just want to go where it's easy. It's funny. It's in my in my 20s, I traveled really hard. And 30s, you know, it was just like, let's go where it's difficult and fun and crazy to get to. And now that I'm in my 40s and I have kids, it's like, where can I sit in front of a pool? <laughs> Which I'm like one of those travelers now. Just in my family life, not in my professional life. But I think you just, I would just want to make it easy yeah. now. But if I had older kids, then I would go back to, okay, where can I challenge them? Do you travel well, to challenge them? I, yeah. Well, my kids especially love cities and exploring foreign cities. Mm. So I was just thinking, maybe inspired by your list, like we haven't been to Amsterdam as a family. Oh, and that's where yes. we could just land and sort of split up. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the yeah. older kids could just go off on their own and, mm-hmm. and you know, walk and shop and ride bikes or whatever. And I think it's, especially for kids who are raised in the city, they feel very comfortable in foreign cities mm-hmm. and on public transportation. And it's fun to, to let them do that somewhat mm-hmm. independently. Mm-hmm. You know, give them the address of the hotel. <laughs> find their way back. <laughs> We're all looking up towards you, yeah. by the way. We're just like, wow, that yeah. must be amazing. You get there. there. It is yeah. fun. Bailey, I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> she toddles along the canals. <laughs> exactly. Also, also in Europe, where the drinking age is a little lower. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> right, as long as you steer them away from one or two neighborhoods, they'll yeah, be fine. Right. Just a few. Just a few. <laughs> I don't know, Gina. Would you take the family? Like, would you go to Korea over the holidays? Um, honestly, I would do Bermuda. I don't Ooh. actually. Is it is it too cold to It'd go to be Bermuda a little cold. right now? Okay. So I'd like to transport myself into July okay. and then go to Bermuda. <laughs> um, but they have, um, you've been to Bermuda mm-hmm. right, a few times. Um, they have those like little coves, which is really great for little kids because you don't have to really worry about them, you know, jumping into the deep end because coves are more like gradu- gradual, you know, going into the water. Um, and they can and see then, fish yeah. right there too. Yeah. I mean, they're so shallow and so it's yeah. so clear. There's the the one right off of Horseshoe Bay, mm-hmm. the tiny little cove, and you, you don't so even cute. need snorkel gear. You can just stick your head in the water, and they're just all around you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then from New York, it's like what, like two hour flights. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so it's close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shorter than a Carolina trip yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Greenville or Bermuda? <laughs> no offense, Greenville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there are some great family resorts in Bermuda now too. Yeah. Yeah, um, we stayed at the Fairmont, which oh, has nice. a really great playroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was like nice for the evenings. You just stick them in there, mm-hmm. let them burn off the energy, pass out. Right. <laughs> yeah, the Southampton, right, with the yes. arcade room. Yeah, it's really good. What do you guys think of these uh, these hotel kids clubs? Oh, good question. I haven't tried it yet. Have you guys? I haven't tried it, but I, I like them. I will try it. I like the idea that, you know, maybe my husband and I could have a nice nice dinner alone and just mm-hmm. drop them off and leave. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it's a great idea. I used to try and my kids refused, but I know <laughs> I know that... Um, <laughs> damn. But... Um, I know that a lot of the the bigger luxury brands are bringing the clubs outside, which is good. So you feel a little less guilty about dumping them in some room with like a Wii for the day, you know, <laughs> and um, they're on the beach, you know, like studying baby turtles or, and doing mm-hmm. stuff that you couldn't possibly have the energy, the knowledge to do mm-hmm. with them. So you feel better about what they're doing and you then you can mm-hmm. relax and have a good time. Exactly. Go have a learning experience while I have a pina colada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Priorities. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Brian, are you thinking of trying it? I don't know if you can send your 19-month-old to a kids' club. I feel like you have to be pretty close 
to them at this point. But hopefully at some point we can get there because, as you know, I mean, I'm really excited to go on vacation. I think it's going to be great next week. Uh, but it's a lot of work for the parents. It isn't quite mm-hmm. a vacation as mm-hmm. I remember a vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're lots of naps. You have to have a pool. That was yeah. kind of... Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting close to our uh, end time. And maybe just before we go, can we go around the circle here and say, like, what's the equivalent of I've got to have a pool? What is there one tip, one trick, one thing that you would like to offer to our readers that you just, I know I'm putting you all on the spot. A nice bathtub. Mm hmm. And, and they're getting rarer in hotels now. Yeah. I don't know why hotels are pulling them out. Please don't pull out bathtubs. Please. No, I, I beg of you. Beg of you don't pull out bathtubs. Especially, I mean, if you need to yeah. give your kid a bath. I yeah. can't give my kid a bath in a hotel right. yeah. sink. Right. Yeah, right. And I like taking baths while I'm exactly. out of town. That's exactly. when I take yeah, baths. Yeah, that's where I put the do not disturb sign. Mm-hmm. I put it on the bathroom door. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good to dump stuff in into if you're on oh, like a, yeah. a beach trip or something. Uh-huh. You know, like I don't want all this, you know, mess in the, in the hotel rooms. So you right. just like dump it in. That is a great yeah. storage. <laughs> you are a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> I would say um, I always stay at hotels that have a breakfast, a free breakfast that you go mm-hmm. down. So that first meal of the day, I don't have to fight for or look for or, you know, acquire. It just, it's there. And it starts my day out right. And um, even better when they have the make your own waffle machine. The yes. make your the own waffle love machine. That. Entertainment <laughs> value <Yes>. there. <laughs> Yes, I mean, I think my, that's where my kids saw Fruit Loops for the first time, and it was over for me. They're like, "What is that?" There's and so many know, colors. Oh, oh my gosh! And so I'm like, "Okay." So that that was kind of the you know when you travel, you get the fresh thing. So they get to have Fruit Loops from you know from the buffet. Well, yes, I I'm on board with the with the pool and the breakfast. I would say, and maybe it's because we are five and but we still cram into a room i always look for an affordable junior suite Mm -hmm. so that there's a slightly separate little couch area or something especially when the kids go to bed and you want to stay up later and work you you're Mm -hmm. not just like crammed in bed next to them in the dark trying to do your thing Mm -hmm. brian what about you yeah my basic advice is uh for people not to be overly cheap right one of the things that i've learned about having kids is it's all very expensive (laughs) And I'm the airline expert, and you look at these people at the airport, and for example, they're bringing on carry-on luggage to try to save some money, and they hardly Mm -hmm. have enough hands to carry it because they don't want to pay what used to be $25 and is now $30 a bag uh, to check it. And it's like you've spent, what, thousands of dollars to go on vacation, and you're going to make yourself crazy right when you're getting on the airplane because you're going to have one more carry-on, I think at some point you just have to say, I'm doing this and I want to make it as easy for myself as possible. Yeah, pay a little more for your sanity, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Good point. Good point. I, I'd never checked a bag before I had kids. I just wouldn't do it. And now I think mm-hmm. it's the most wonderful mm-hmm. thing in the world and I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I would say make sure your hotel, if you're staying in a hotel or an Airbnb, has really great Wi-Fi. We use the Amazon Cloud Cam as our monitor for the baby. Mm-hmm. So... If we just want to watch her in another room in the junior suite or something like that, with that Wi-Fi, we can download the app and we both have it on our phones and it also pings us if she moves at all. Mm-hmm. And it means we, it's so small and we can pack it and bring it everywhere. So mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, I also would say like check out 
the pictures of the inside of the fridge before you go if you're if you're breastfeeding because oh, right. some hotels have you know the mini bar situation. So if you got to put your milk in there if you're pumping <laughs> in with all the little yeah. bottles, <laughs> <laughs> yes. you, or you pull everything out and then yeah, you yeah. get charged. And right? You're like oh, yeah. you didn't buy any of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did read that they they have to have if you request a refrigerator. I mean, they might charge you ten dollars a day, mm-hmm. which is get, will add up. But they have they have them because people have medications. It's like oh. you can't you can't just make sure that people have forty dollar bottles of you know Sonoma wine in their refrigerator. <laughs> like people need to put medications in there. So that is something that they'll bring up, and and they'll oh. bring up a coffee machine if they don't have it. Like all these oh, little things that you're like, that. if they don't have it, call down to the desk and ask for it. They might have it. We didn't know that we, yeah. we didn't have one last weekend, and yeah. we ended up using an ice bucket, with yeah. putting milk in that, and yeah, trying no. crossing our fingers mm-hmm. basically. Good tips. This is such a good group. Um, can we do this again? Yeah, absolutely. I learned so much, but it's too late for me. I know. <laughs> I want to know now, more about where, what you do, because I mean, for us, it's easy. We can go to a playground. We can put, you know, but you have to have real stuff planned for real kids. No, but once they're older, you plan less. That's the beauty is of it. Is that right? Do mm-hmm. they plan? Do you put them on planning? Can I do that? Can I look forward to that? It's more like discovery <laughs> okay. on, on the spot. Okay. Yeah, you just let them roam. All right. Yeah, and they find their way back to you. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> sometimes, right? <laughs> Mom's not done with her pina colada. Go yeah. away. <laughs> I like that note to go yeah. on. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone. If you have any tips, gear that you love, that you want to let us know about, please, please tweet at us, Facebook. We are at CN Traveler on all the social media. Media. And we are Travelog on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, on our website. You can find us everywhere. Just Google us, please. And before we go, I would love for everyone to say where we can find you if people want to follow you on social. So um, let's start with Samantha and we'll go around the circle. Sure. I'm active on Instagram all the time. So at Samantha Brown Travels. I'm active on Instagram as well. Gina Colada. I like that. Colada with a zero. It's uh, leftover from AOL days. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, where can we find you? I'm a little bit behind the times here, uh, but I think that Twitter still exists. That's where I tend to do my best work uh, <laughs> at Brian Summers, S U M E R S. Alex? Yes. Um, I am on Instagram at WordMover. And I'm at Laura underscore Redmond on Instagram. Thanks, everyone, and happy holidays. Happy holidays.